Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of a Paddock 43 Mini. P43 Mini, P43. Sorry. P43 Mini. P43 Hosted by Paddock 43. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So today... We always talk about the drivers. Mm-hmm. We blab on about drivers. So mm-hmm. we thought we would talk about the reserve drivers. Because they and deserve the, their moment too. They do. They do. Yeah. They do. They're Stuff very in important the in the F1 ecosystem. Yeah. We love them. They're like the bees. The what? The what? Like the bees. You oh, don't the have the bees, we oh. all die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They produce the honey. <laughs> yeah. They keep things going. Yeah. They do. So whilst the, you know, the spotlight is typically on like an F1 driver, obviously all mm-hmm. the time, there's these guys in the background. Um, a lot of the time they could be racing in F2 or F3 competing in different mm. elements of Sometimes the... Sometimes like IndyCar. Yeah, yeah. They could be any sort of form of motorsport. They're there for when an F dri- F1 driver cannot compete or race mm. or, you know, once a year we know that they have to step on up and do some testing and... Into a practice Before, session. Practice session. Um, as we saw Danny Ricardo do yeah. earlier on this year. And they do get compensated for that as well. Yes. You know, waiting around to see if they. Mm. It's kind of sometimes I wonder, it's, it could be a little bit more fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Like you don't I have will, the pressure, yeah. but you get all the cool stuff. This is yeah. what I was about to say is like probably the most, I reckon, in for new Formula One fans, the most well known reserve driver in Formula One. At the moment is Daniel Ricciardo. Yeah. Because everyone knows that he was made a reserve driver of Red Bull for the 2023 season mm. and was paid $20 million to do so. And the first six months of this season, he has just made Instagrams and TikToks. He's had the best mm. first He's had half of the, the season. Best time. A part of me wonders if like a lot of fans realize there were F1 reserve drivers. I reckon for the new fan base like, that yeah, have come from a lot places of like Drive to Survive, that's where they've picked they up have on no it. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure when I first got yeah. into it, I was like, I didn't know there was an mm. well, a think, reserve driver. Yeah, yeah, I think it's cemented in their minds that there are reserve drivers. Mm. Mm. That being said, mm. we, we have a full it? list. Yeah. yeah and full got the whole list. breakdown. We, Pat needs to read out this list because if Amy and I do, it's just we're going to butcher every <laughs> single name. <laughs> oh no, we can say, we can say a couple. Yeah, a couple. No, but no, I'm sure there's lots <laughs> that you guys can say. Oh, she's you know so what? Nice. You should just tell us to pronounce a hard one, and we'd probably right. yeah. surely you, you can go- say the first one from Red Bull. <laughs> Liam, Liam Lawson. Lawson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, so Red Bull, we have uh, three drivers. So we have Liam Lawson, Dennis Hauger, and Zane Maloney. I actually don't really know much about Zane Maloney, honestly. Mm, I don't know too much either. Uh, then for Ferrari, we have Antonio Giovinazzi, which I'm sure most people know he raced for Ferrari in 2021. Mm-hmm. And he was actually part of the winning team um, this year for um, Ferrari won Le Mans this year. And Antonio Giovinazzi was on that team, which is a fun fact. Um, for Mercedes, we have the iconic... Mick Schumacher, who is the son of Michael Schumacher. The great. The um, legendary. And, yeah, he also was racing. He was racing last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is just a side note before we crack on to the rest. It is not uncommon for F1 drivers to become reserve drivers. Mm. It's kind of like they can start as reserve, yeah. go to F1, but then they can also Go back straight, straight back. back. Yeah, they can yeah. go up into F1 and then they don't perform and they realise, okay, no, put, yeah. them, put them back. You need back more. Back to your corner. Yeah, you need more practice. You need more practice. It's not your time. Imagine yeah. if they did, did it on purpose. They were like, I actually don't like the pressure. 
Yeah. It's more fun being reserved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Side note, I'm so intrigued to know the difference of uh, F1 driver's contract versus a reserve driver's contract. Mm. Like what exactly and maybe how much extra they – a bonus they get paid if they do compete in a race. But anyway, sidetracked. That's another conversation. <laughs> we'll McLaren. find one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll find one. Uh, but next up we have Alpine and our man, Jack Doohan. Ooh, Aussie. Woo. Our Who's performing Australian very one. well in the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then for McLaren we have a few drivers. We have Alex Plough. Which he has had um, controversy around him. Yeah. Hey, so Alex is a current um, – I think it's an IndyCar driver that he's doing. And he has decided that he doesn't want to continue on with McLaren. He's sort of essentially ripped up the contract. But I think that we'd have to (laughs) deep dive into that a little bit better. But, Mm. yes, who who else is um, racing for McLaren in the reserves? So we actually also have Mick Schumacher as a reserve driver for McLaren. We also have Stoffer Van Dorm and Philippe Drogovic. Sorry, no way I could pronounce those names that you just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up on the list, we have Alfa Romeo and we've got Theo Pulcher. Aston Martin, we also have Stoffel Van Dorn and Philippe Dragovic. So that's interesting. They all they're, kind of. Yeah, they're racing they get for two teams here. Mm. Get around. Reserve driving. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Haas, we have Pietro Fittipaldi. And then for Alpha Tauri, similar to Red Bull, I guess, you know, they share the love. We've got Liam Lawson, Dennis Halger and Zane Maloney. And finally, we have Williams. But Williams typically don't have one. No, they rely on Mercedes. Mm. Yeah. Which is quite a win for them. Yeah. So they're just relying on Mick Schumacher, Mm. which is Mick for anyone listening following in the 23rd. 2023 season in our main episodes logan Sargent might be out mick schumacher might be in anyway sidetrack i wonder if and then Sargent would probably be reserve he'd go reserve. back to reserve yeah. but if he accepts yeah mm. they have to he accept. might be like screw you guys but yeah so that is that is our list of our, our list current um f1 reserve drivers lots of them lots of them so amy do you want to take us through what about these backup drivers per se really are and what they're doing? So there are a few things. I mean, we'll kind of go through and break it all down, but obviously they're like a backup driver for the main driver. They do a lot of testing and development. They actually do a lot of simulator work. They obviously attend a lot of race weekends, um, do promotional duties, and they they also have a lot of like learning and development opportunities and they are there for emergency situations as well. So let's go back to the top. As they are a backup driver, the primary role of an F1 reserve driver is to be prepared as a you know a regular um, driver within the team. This means maintaining physical fitness and readiness to step into the car on a very short notice. You know, we saw that in what race was it where Nick DeVries stepped in for Alex Albon? Mm. When he was he sick Last year. or did he hurt his hand? I think he was, was that, sick. Were they s- two separate? I'm not too sure. I think I can't remember. Am I getting them mixed up? You, yeah, I think you're getting mixed up. But he was sick. Yes, I can't remember what race that was last year. But mm. and he that was, was sick. Where, where he just performed. Yeah, yeah, and that's where he got his contract basically. And he just had to you know jump into the car and perform. And yeah, they just need to be 
familiar with the team's procedures and systems to replace an injured or unavailable driver. She it's such a shame. It was a fluke. performed so well. And that's the thing, like a reserve driver so, has, oh. like they can perform really well when they do have to step up. It doesn't necessarily mean anything. It can be a fluke. Mm. Yep. And that's what it was. Uh, poor Nick. So the next little bit is obviously they do a lot of uh, testing and development um, and they're playing a crucial role in that team's testing because they need to try out new things for the car. They're trying mm. out new tyre strategies. They're going around the track doing te- uh, time trials. Uh, throughout the season they engage in these sort of testing sessions and setups just to make sure like the aerodynamic configuration of the cars are performing to their best and then also mm. providing that feedback back to the team especially when you know it could be a break between races mm. or races just gone test dummies yeah, yeah. essentially they test dummies yeah. which yeah mm. i was trying to avoid saying that but yep you said <laughs> yeah, it sorry, they, they are. just play <laughs> are. that's what they are they're mannequins yep. Mm-hmm. yep so they're providing feedback there are mannequins and yeah that's pretty much what they're doing and then you know other parts of that testing and development is then, and they're also their training, is they go into simulator work. And I'm going to hand this over to Pat because she's more familiar with simulators <laughs> than the both of us here, thanks to I her mean, lovely mm-hmm. fiancé. Can't, <laughs> can't say I've ever used like a F1 grade simulator, but I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. Peter, is our simulator F1 grade? I don't think so because I think they can feel like the G-force and everything. Oh, well, really? Actually, oh, no. Really? Actually, no, I lie. G-Force can't be recreated. But. So how do they do that? Yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa. But I think. <laughs> Sit there and you're like, whoa. <laughs> but I think, I think the engineers are able to sort of fine tune the car setup and simulate various situations and things. But basically, yeah. So with regards to simulator work, nowadays F1 teams rely heavily on simulators. Um, it's a good way for them to prepare for races and this is something that all drivers do but in particular reserve drivers spend a lot of time on the simulators um and yeah they they practice on all kinds of tracks um it's a way for the team to make data driven decisions and it just refines their race strategies a little bit um but it kind of comes back to what Elle was saying about them being test dummies of course, all F1 drivers <laughs> use sims, but... I thought you were about to say all F1 drivers are dummies. <laughs> <laughs> they are certainly not dummies. In my head, that's what you said. <laughs> but, yeah, backup drivers, they do a lot of simulator work and then they get the off chance where they get to actually drive the car. But typically speaking, they're just sitting behind a TV screen. And that kind of takes us to the next one. Another thing that they do, what do they do, Amy? Attend race weekends. Just the fun. I'm pretty sure the glitz a glamour. lot of them don't actually attend all of them. I think they're oh. sort of like given. Yeah, they're given breaks. Yeah. It's like when um, Checo was sick earlier this year, everyone thought that <laughs> Danny was going to be. They're like, oh, my God. Yes, yeah. Sergio, right. he's sick. Danny's going to be the reserve driver. I mean, I certainly was. I was like, well, yeah. I think we all were. I was so excited. Yeah. And yeah. then everyone was like, no, it's actually going to be Liam Lawson. Yeah. 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 Cause, like, oh, okay. Because Danny know. was away on holidays. Mm-hmm. So, no, they life. do not need to be there As all you the do. time. So, yeah, most of the time, you know, if they're not racing, they are present at race weekends, except for obviously when they're given some time off. But, yeah, they attend team meetings. And I think there's been a lot of, you know, funny moments where Danny sat in team meetings. I think Lewis was like, I've never seen a reserve driver so happy to be Honestly. in a team meeting. <laughs> not Honestly. a team meeting, like a press conference. Um, yeah. yeah. 
thing. But yeah, they still like to stay informed about race strategies and conditions because they got to be got to do what you got to do. Like imagine if one of them has a fall walking into the trap. <laughs> I don't know. A fall. They're not they're 90. Bro- <laughs> yeah. One of them might have a fall. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not see Lance Stroll trip up the stairs? At, <laughs> I can't remember what. I think it was – which Crumpy was it earlier this year? He tripped up the stairs and he took a huge stack behind the TV. Oh, wait. Oh, no, wow. I did see yeah. that. Someone it's else did something similar too. To imagine if he hit his head. He was, anyway. But oh. the funny thing is when you think about it, like – how often have we actually seen reserve drivers drive yeah. a Grand Prix weekend? Mm, it's very rare. It was the same yeah, thing. When you men- yeah, when you mm. mentioned Checo and we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God, excitement, and then he was fine. <laughs> yeah. It's so. just because he didn't come to press mm. day. Yes. But then, yeah. He had a tummy ache. Well, part of coming to race weekends as well is doing their, like, promotional duties. And, of course, they, like, you know, take part in all the team's uh, sponsors and partners, promotional activities. So they'll be going to various events and doing all of that. Um, they do a lot of interviews off the track and on the track, um, autograph sessions, really integrating themselves within the fan base just to make sure that the team's love is still there because obviously the F1 drivers are not always available. Um, I guess some examples of promotional duties and probably the most like popular one on social media, if you were to look up what an F1 reserve driver is doing, is again, back to Daniel Ricciardo, um, Melbourne Grand Prix. He did some great social work mm. um, for promoting Red Bull with the Inspired Unemployed Boys on mm. Instagram. Mm. That was mm. yeah. very Fantastic. creative, very funny. Um, just took took the absolute piss about his position and he's probably the only person that actually could do that just because mm. of his nature and personality. Mm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. they, ha- they can have a lot of fun with it. Um, it's obviously within red tapes of their teams and what they allow but yeah i mean that's what's expected of anyone in a mm. team right you know yeah you always got to promote your team gotta do it and they gotta step up yeah yeah um especially when you think of all the um the things that happen off track during a race weekend interviews and things and that's when they step up. But, yeah, the other thing as well that's really great for the reserve drivers and especially reserve drivers that aren't as experienced. Obviously, we've seen a lot of reserve drivers, as we mentioned before, that have raced in F1. Um, they kind of understand how it works. But the role also works as a learning opportunity. So the reserve drivers are able to, you know, observe and actually be around the actual drivers, the engineers, everything, every person that sort of is in the behind the scenes of a race weekend um they can gain insight into race strategies and all the technical aspects of it um which is obviously crucial for f1 um and that can i mean i feel like it's almost like a not to this extent but like a student doing work experience but <laughs> but you know what i mean but getting paid a yeah. lot but getting money. paid and and getting that that I know what you're saying you know mm. like yeah, getting yeah, I know getting, what you mean. yeah getting and spe- i i think in particular reserve drivers that are in their first sort of years of that they um yeah they can get a lot of invaluable industry knowledge so yeah, and I can imagine they'd see some really cool stuff over way- race weekends. Mm. Mm. Definitely. And then another thing is, obviously, they are there to support their team. You've got to be a team player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't not be Peer a team here. player. 
So, yeah, so an integral part of the team support structure and they assist race drivers and engineering staff by providing additional data and insight during race weekends as we spoke about in the simulator. They're there to support their team. They're there to support the team. They're there to learn, be test dummies and be there in an emergency situation and we don't really need to, you know, anything's an emergency situation where they're needed. Yeah. But it could be because, you know, they've got COVID or something like that. Mm, like that's yeah. happened before. Like or their last few wife years, so. gone into labour. Yeah. Mm. Or like something. Mm. anything's possible doesn't mean something's bad happened. Yeah. But yeah. So that's our um, F2. 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 Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of them are 43. in F2. <laughs> that that's, a side, that's a good side note though, actually. A lot of them are in F2. Yeah. 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 We should F2. do one on F2. Do you yeah. guys want to listen yeah. to one on F2? Do you want to hear we more about that. what the F2 and maybe Fun fact, I was actually watching it today, how F2 pit stops are seven seconds mm. and F1's two seconds. It's a big step Average. Up. I mean, so there are Ferrari. still Ferrari, like, yeah. yeah, basically. Okay. Not yeah, if yeah. you're Ferrari. They're actually quicker <laughs> yeah. than Ferrari. No, oh. oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. My Ooh. soul just, ouch. <laughs> Thank you for joining in on this lovely Hey, quick minute. one. Yes. Oh, Sorry, before we wrap ah. up, mm-hmm. a re- has a reserve driver ever won or made a podium, an F1 podium? No. That is no? a trick question. No? I don't think so. No. There has been standout performances mm. but no wins. Yeah. Gotcha. So Alexander Wurz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard Berger, who missed three races due to his father's passing, faced early retirement in the first two outings but defied odds for the remarkable third place at the British Grand Prix in 1997. That's amazing. Mm. Pretty good. I'm going to cry. (laughs) I think she's tired. And then there was a second place finish as well. Mm. Okay. Well, interesting. We can watch his space. Yeah. Also... For our listeners, it's 9.36 p.m. So we record these late for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get a little bit delulu. Yeah, if you get a little, a little bit, bit tired. That's why. Lots of cheese. All right, we're going we're to go to bed and leave you there. Yep. Love um, you. Leave you. Bye. Let Miss us know you. what you want to hear about on um, <laughs> next mini. And make sure you send this around to your friends. And also, if you've enjoyed hearing about our reserve drivers in the Formula One, please leave a sub. Subscription? No, a <laughs> review. Oh my god, we need to go to bed. Five star review. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.